48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. Tonight's headlines. The government bans flights from the UK after an increase in the number of COVID cases involving mutated strains of the virus. Police refused permission for a march on July the 1st, saying such activities are high risk. And the Journalists' Association expresses concern over the arrest of an Apple Daily editorial writer at the airport. Flights arriving from the UK will be banned from Thursday because of a rebound in coronavirus cases and the spread of mutated variants there. Here's Joanne Wong. The Hong Kong government said the flight suspension mechanism was triggered after the number of passengers testing positive for mutated strains within a seven-day period reached its threshold. Hong Kong also classified the UK as an extremely high-risk area to stop people who have stayed in the country for more than two hours from flying to the SAR. In announcing the decision, the government said it had considered the risks to Hong Kong from the UK, noting that mutant strains have been prevalent there and that there's been a persistent number of cases of arrivals testing positive for the variants in recent days. Britain reported over the weekend that its daily number of new cases surged to more than 18,000, the most since early February, with most of the patients infected with a highly infectious Delta variant. The UK flight ban was lifted less than two months ago, after it had taken effect late last year. Meanwhile, health authorities here have reported three new imported infections, but no local cases. One of the imported cases involves a 19-year-old woman who flew in from the United Kingdom, while another is a 47-year-old woman from Indonesia. Both of them were confirmed to have the virus while staying at quarantine hotels. The third patient is a 20-year-old man who arrived from Namibia. All three were found to be carrying the L452R mutant strain. Officials also reported fewer than five preliminary positive cases. The police have banned three groups from staging a march on July the 1st, citing risks posed by the pandemic. Francis Sitt reports. The League of Social Democrats, Tin Shui Wai Connection and Safe Lantau Alliance wanted to march from Victoria Park to the government's headquarters in Admiralty. But the police have refused permission for the handover anniversary protest, saying public assemblies and marches are high-risk activities. In a letter to the groups, the police said they have reason to believe that a march would not only increase the risk of people catching COVID, but would also pose grave threats to the lives and health of all citizens, endanger public safety and affect people's rights. The group said they're appealing against the ban. For years, many thousands of Hong Kongers took part in July 1st marches to voice the demands on a variety of political issues. But the police also banned the event last year, citing the pandemic. The Civil Human Rights Front, which organized a march in the past, did not apply for permission to hold the protest this year. Some of the front's most prominent members are in prison over protest or alleged national security offences, and pro-Beijing figures have demanded the group be outlawed. Police say they've arrested a 36-year-old woman in connection with a case where a Liberate Hong Kong flag was hung on a laundry rack. Police say the flag is suspected to be in breach of the national security law. A 40-year-old man was arrested last week in the same case for allegedly uttering seditious words after a passerby complained about the flag seen outside a flat on Fife Street in Mong Kok. Separately, a 37-year-old man was arrested over the discovery of some stickers suspected of violating the national security law outside a flat. Police say they received a report about the stickers on the gates of a flat in Yutong Estate in Saiwan Ho over the weekend. 
The Hong Kong Journalists Association says it fears more former employees at Apple Daily will be arrested after a senior staff member of the now defunct newspaper was detained at the airport last night. Fung Wai Kong, Apple Daily's chief editorial writer and managing editor of the English Language Service, is accused of colluding with foreign forces. He's the second Apple Daily editorial writer arrested in the past week. Ronson Chan is chairman of the Journalists' Association. We are afraid that they have a lease and still many journalists or commentary writers will be targeted by the police. We are still very confused what is the standard of computer crime about the national security law. So we are still very after writing reports, comments or editorials are being an evidence to commit any crime about national security law. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past 11. The government says Hong Kong's first Chinese medicine hospital will have around 400 beds and 200 practitioners when it's running at full capacity, and it will serve hundreds of thousands of people each year. Jimmy Choi reports. The hospital, which is expected to open by mid-2025, will be run by Baptist University under a public-private partnership arrangement, receiving around $1 billion in taxpayer funds each year for up to 25 years. At a launch ceremony for the commissioning of the project, officials said construction work for the hospital will begin by the end of this month. The hospital in Changquanou will provide both public and private services and is expected to serve 310,000 day patients a year. It will also carry out research and become a training ground for Chinese medicine students from three local universities who currently receive some of the training at mainland hospitals. Project director Dr Chen Wai-Lun says the hospital will provide a wide range of services from treating chronic and complex diseases to rehabilitation. It will use Chinese medicine as the predominant mode of treatment, he says, but this will be supplemented with Western medicine when necessary. He says patients suffering from chronic pain, for example, could receive both types of treatment. Even at this moment, okay, um, a lot of patients seeking medical care are not able to completely relieve their symptoms because all this pain, the origin, may not be identified even through the Western medicine technique, first one. The second is that there's a multifactorial situations affecting the pain, even psychological. So the Chad Medicine Hospital, from the start of service, the day starting the service, has to be a program okay, to manage chronic pain. Okay? So this is one of the examples. Dr Chen says patients recuperating from strokes or other illnesses would also benefit from mixed treatment. The hospital will be managed by a board of directors comprising of 23 people from the Chinese and Western medicine sectors, universities, the hospital authority, lay members and the government. Exports have grown for a seventh straight month, with demand from the mainland and many Asian markets posting visible double-digit increases. New official data showed the value of total exports jumped 24% on year-on-year in May. That's slightly lower than what was recorded in April. Imports also soared in May, jumping 26.5% year-on-year. The government says it expects Hong Kong's export performance to remain robust in the near term, given the further revival in demand from major economies. But it also warned that risks remain from geopolitical tensions and the pandemic. Torrential rain prompted the authorities to close schools, suspend coronavirus jabs and postpone court hearings this morning as the year's first black rainstorm warning took effect. Wang Yingting has the story. 
The observatory said more than 70 millimeters of rainfall was recorded in many areas, and it exceeded 150 millimeters over Hong Kong Island West, Lantau and Lama. Lin Penghua is a senior scientific officer at the observatory. The thundery activities were rather active. More than 3,000 strokes of cloud-to-ground lightning were recorded within Hong Kong. The black rainstorm warning was in effect from 8.20 a.m. during the peak rush hour to just after 11. It caught many commuters off guard. At the bus stop on the Kowloon side of Cross Harbour Tunnel, a worker surnamed Ng criticised the timing of the announcement, saying the observatory should have issued the signal earlier if it had expected the rain to be so heavy. Another man surnamed Cheng said since he was already on his way to work, he would continue his journey. All courts and tribunal hearings were adjourned for the day. The trading of stocks was suspended for the morning. And community vaccination centres for COVID-19 halted inoculation services. Services resumed after the black rainstorm warning was cancelled. All schools were closed for the day, but authorities said schools should keep their premises open and implement contingency measures to look after students who turned up. RTHK has let go of another of its long-time presenters. Veteran journalist Alan Au told his audience during his show today he'd just been notified it was his last time co-hosting the programme after 11 years. The government broadcaster says personnel arrangements for the show are an internal editorial matter and it regularly reviews its content and manpower. A little over a week ago, another radio host, Chang Chi Ho, said he was sacked with immediate effect. China has switched on the world's second-largest hydropower station in what officials hailed as a milestone towards achieving carbon neutrality, despite warnings of environmental damage. Joanne Wong has more. The Bai He Tan hydropower station is located in Yunnan and Sichuan provinces on the Jincha River. It's second in the world only to the Three Gorges Dam in terms of power generation. Bai He Tan was built with a total installed capacity of 16,000 megawatts, generating enough electricity each day once to meet the power needs of 500,000 people for an entire year. It's a step towards the country's goal of reaching carbon neutrality by 2060. But hydropower is losing support in other countries because of complaints dams flood communities and farmland and disrupt the ecology of rivers, threatening fish and other species. Despite criticism by environmentalists, Beijing is building more dams in an effort to reduce reliance on coal and to curb surging demand for imported oil and gas. Australia is now requiring mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations for high-risk aged care workers and employees in quarantine hotels after a surge in cases nationwide. Several clusters have emerged around the country, prompting local authorities to impose fresh restrictions. Besides Sydney, where residents have already been under stay-at-home orders for two weeks, a lockdown of Darwin has been extended and curbs were tightened in Perth and Brisbane. RTHK's Australia correspondent Jerry Gannon says new cases of the highly contagious Delta variant are of serious concern. Our government has clamped down early and clamped down strong and uh, I think we've become a bit complacent. But this new, this Delta strain, this is a whole new ball game, and this, this could be one that uh, is in danger of getting away from us, particularly in places uh, in more populous areas like, like New South Wales. To sports, where the organisers of the Tokyo Olympics have vowed to tighten COVID checks on athletes arriving for the Games, which start in less than a month, 
but the president of Japan's Olympic Committee warned it was inevitable that some COVID cases would be brought into the country. The Prime Minister Yoshihide Suga visited Tokyo's Haneda Airport to inspect virus testing controls for people arriving. He said Japan's containment measures were strict. Athletes have to be tested twice before entering Japan. They have to do that every day after entering the country. The government will also apply tough rules to restrict journalists and other officials from moving about and coming into contact with people in Japan. To football, Belgium and the Czech Republic are the latest teams to advance to the Euro 2020 quarter-finals. Torgan Hazard's stunning goal gave the top-ranked Belgians a 1-0 win over defending champions Portugal in the last 16, to the delight of their boss, Roberto Martinez. We never lost concentration on the way that Portugal tried the victory until the last second, and probably this has given me an incredible satisfaction because this is what a winning team needs. Uh, we all know the talent and the good football that we can play. I think it's all the other elements that you need to show were shown today. And as a coach, you couldn't be uh, prouder. The Czech Republic stunned 10 men the Netherlands 2-0. Dutch defender Matisse de Liet was sent off for a deliberate handball and 13 minutes later the Czechs scored their first goal. Dutch boss Frank de Boer took responsibility for the loss. He says his players were simply not good enough on the day. Very disappointed, of course, and uh, you want to keep it, you know, a little bit longer, 0-0, zero, zero, that uh, we can have yeah, some small chances, you know, at, uh, yeah, at reaction football, and then I just wanted to change, and then, yeah, they scored uh, the opening goal, and, yeah, then they are in the driver's seat, of course. In the NBA, the Milwaukee Bucks rallied to beat the Hawks 113-102 to in Atlanta in Game 3 of the Eastern Conference Finals. Chris Middleton and Giannis Antetokounmpo combined for 71 points to help the Bucks grab a 2-1 lead in the best-of-seven showdown. To the weather forecast, it'll be cloudy with a few showers. More showers tomorrow morning with squally thunderstorms. The minimum temperature will be about 26 degrees. Sunny intervals in the afternoon with a top temperature of about 30 degrees. Moderate southwesterly winds, occasionally fresh offshore. The outlook, there will be sunny intervals and a few showers in the next few days. And it'll be very hot during the weekend. A reminder of our top stories tonight. The government bans flights from the UK after an increase in the number of Covid cases involving mutated strains of the virus. Police refused permission for a march on July the 1st, saying such activities are high risk. And the Journalists Association expresses concern over the arrest of an Apple Daily editorial writer at the airport. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
to fair weather friends i guess how you doing thanks for sticking around it's pete with you through till 1 a.m our sentimental journey of course gets underway after the news at midnight let's say hi to conan first though for dancing in the city please Let the streets have 